It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon et Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. L'accent est français. The accent is French. If you are joining the show for the first time, ben bienvenue. Welcome to the rendezvous. And just a bit of history. Uh, this very show started eight years ago with one station. We have now 50 stations. And I'm very grateful for that. Uh, and I started radio... 14, it's going to be like 15 years of radio. And when there is, people say, you know, only in America, I feel it every day with gratitude. You know, I became an American citizen, the accent never left. So bear with me, you call the next. You have a question for me about you love life? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Carla. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Carla. What's going on? How can I help you? So I wanted to ask you, how should I respond to guys who ask you like to Netflix and chill in one of like the first few dates? Like, what should I say? Because I never know what sin I just ghost them. Well, what is it you would like to say? Tell me, like, if it, if it was open mic, what would you like to say to them? Like, no, I don't know you. Like, don't invite me right. to your house, you creep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you, you, all you have to do when that happens You just say, no, why would I do this? I don't know you. You have a good day. And that's all. And have no guilt. Have no regrets. You've got to do what's good for you. And I'm glad you okay. called me, Carla, because I don't want anybody, you know, you or other women or whoever, to not do anything they don't want to do that's good for you. Because sometimes, you know, there is a moment of magic where you may want to do that. You know, you have a yeah. great chemistry. Yeah, why not? Then you do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to go say, no, thank you. I don't know you. And then you ghost and you go. So it's okay. <laughs> it is. Listen, it's a hundred percent okay. Everybody does it. Guys want to ooh la all the time, and you know it's normal thing. It's not against you know anybody. They want to ooh la la, and we men are more sentimental and emotional and want more of a commitment. We know that from the beginning of time, but mm -hmm. sometimes there is a moment of magic. Most of us have had once or twice in their life where, out of the blue, universe puts two souls together, and they're gonna do more than Netflix and chill. Just like that. <laughs> okay, merci, Simon. De rien. You are welcome. Good luck to you, Carla, and have a good night. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, we're going to go to the Instagram from Leila, who has a question about her current boyfriend and a little problem, to say the least. That is coming up next. So I got an Instagram DM at one of radio from Leila, who says, Bonjour, Simon. I'm in a great relationship, but the ooh with my ex was so much better than with my current partner. And I find myself fantasizing about it a lot. Is this a bad sign? Good question. I'll answer next. So I'll ask you that question. Uh, if your friend of you asks you that, Leila goes, she's in a great relationship, but the ooh la with her ex was so much better than her current boyfriend. And she finds herself fantasizing about the ex a lot. Is that a bad sign? What would you say to your best friend? Is that a bad sign? If you fantasize about the ooh-la-la with your ex? Yes, it is. Listen, if the ooh-la-la doesn't work, the relationship will not work. It's not enough to have the ooh-la-la. But if the ooh-la-la is not good enough, I say quit the relationship. Uh, because it's there or not there part of the universe so my advice it's a big red flag it's nobody's fault but it would be best to be friends with the gentleman you with and to find somebody else of which the ooh -la -la is wonderful 
because life is too short to have a nulala that is not very good. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Savannah. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Savannah. What's going on? How can I help you? So I need your help because um, I recently bought a home with my fiancé, and we are trying to do some renovation in the home. But my fiancé is not letting me help him at all. He's, you know, cleaning and building, but he knows that I don't really know how to do it, so he wants to do it all on his own. But then at the end of the day, he complains that he's tired and that I didn't help at all. And so I'm really struggling with this because when I was younger, my dad knew that I didn't know how to cook, so he would always cook for me. And then mm -hmm. I grew up not knowing how to cook. What if he takes the same approach when we have kids one day? He's just going to want to do everything for them and not let them learn on their own. So I want to know whether I'm over-exaggerating or how I can like, approach him about this. First of all, how does that make you feel when your boyfriend is saying those things, your fiancé? It makes me feel useless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, now, how did you feel when you were a little girl with your dad? How do you relate that to, to your past? You know, when I was a little girl, I was glad that my dad was doing everything for me, and he knew that I didn't know how to do much, so he said, don't worry about it, I'll cook for you, I'll clean for you. But then I ended up growing up and realizing how bad that was because I had no skills of my own, and I'm seeing the same qualities in my boyfriend. Well, the good news is, if we want to look at the upside, is that you don't have to worry about it. Let him do the work and, you know, prepare some maybe other things like gardening or cooking or just, you know, if he focus on one thing, you do another thing, right? It's like a, a good compromise. So I would not be worried about it. I would say, good for me. I find a good guy who wants to do all that. Well, I'm, I don't know if you like flowers or if you like planting or if you like, you know, cooking or, or, you know, just you don't have to do everything together, right? So it's not against you. That's his thing. So my advice is not to be worried about it. Just find something you like to do for the house and do it. But what if he takes the same approach when we have kids and he won't let them, you know, learn anything new? He'll just do everything for them their whole lives until they get older and then they're lacking skills. Right. But don't project on him, your father, right? It's a, it's a different man. You're going to be his wife, not his daughter. So when you have kids, then you have a decision to make. You can do it together. Um, so I think there's a little little projection, but I'm not a therapist, from what you felt for your dad on what you're feeling for your husband. But listen, it's not a bad thing that your father taught you. You still have a good life. So the fact that your father took great care of you is a sign of love. So I, I would not be too worried. Okay. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate that. Oh, anytime. E enjoy. Good luck with the wedding, with the house, with everything. And, you know, at the end, you'll remember, wow, I'm lucky to have a husband who wants to do everything. I can chill. Thank you. Bye-bye, Savannah. Coming up, let's go listen to Laura's voicemail because she has a dilemma with a guy and I want to help her. Her voicemail is next. So, Laura left me a voicemail with a question. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Laura and I really need your help. I've been on three dates with this guy now and I really like him. We met online. Each date is better than the last. Um, we just have great banter. We, I, I think we have great chemistry, but maybe it's just on my side. I can't tell. Like, he just gives me a hug at the end of each date. And by the third date, I thought maybe there'd be a kiss. 
and nothing, just another hug. So I don't know if he just thinks of me as a friend or if romance is even on the table. And I just wanted to get your, your thoughts, what you think. Thank you so much. I'll be listening. Laura, thank you for your uh, voicemail. What do you do if you met somebody you like, but after three dates, he never kisses you, just hug you? Uh, I'll tell you what to do next. So, I think most of us have been in that situation. What should you do if, like Laura would have made that voicemail, you go out with a person, you like them, but at the end of the first date, they give you a hug. On the second date, again a, a hug. And on the third date, you think there's going to be a little kiss or French kiss or something. And what happens? Another hug. So then you wonder, do you think there's a chance for more? And there's a rule in baseball who says three strikes, you out. Well, listen, if you really want to give a chance outside of the baseball rules, Next time you see him, initiate the kiss. Give him one last chance. So you know how to do. You get very close to his mouth, and then you move closer. If he moves away, you don't have a ticket. You don't have a chance. If he moves towards you and kisses you, bingo, <laughs> game over. All right, good luck to you, Laura. Thank you for the voicemail. Call that next. Bonjour, Nina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nina. What's going on? How can I help you? Okay, so my ex who cheated on me like six, seven months ago is back. And we're talking as friends. And I want to know if you have any advice on how to move forward and protect myself. So tell me more about the story. So what happened exactly and what do you fear? Well, he was drinking a lot when we were together, and he ended up getting really drunk one night and ditching me to go hang out with an ex-girlfriend, and he cheated on me. And he was very, very remorseful, but I told him to beat it, and, you know, we recently ran into each other and just started talking. And I okay. always love talking to him, so I'm thinking about being friends with him, but I don't know how I can protect myself. I don't know if I'm going to fall back into a situation with him. I see. Um, when you say you don't know because you feel the attraction? Yeah, I'm still really attracted to him and I still love him, but he just hurt me so bad that I don't think I could be in a relationship with him anytime soon. He would really have to do a lot to prove to me that he would not do that again. But how, how do I move cautiously Well, first of all, do you still want to ooh-la-la with him? Yeah, but I'm not ready to. I would like to, but I'm not ready to. Got you, got you. All right, would you define this relationship as a toxic one? Um, I think so, because he was really, really... He, I would say that he was like an alcoholic when we were together, and he said he slowed down his drinking a lot. So I'm just not really 100% sure where he is right now, and I want mm -hmm. to move carefully. Of course. So, you know, if it was your best girlfriend, what would you tell her to do? What would be your advice to your best friend? Oh, um, if it was my best friend, I would tell her to be really, really, really careful and have really good boundaries if she wanted to be friends with him. But I would feel uncomfortable with the thought of her being friends with someone that did something really awful to her. 
Exactly. Why would you want to spend time with somebody who hurt you so badly? This is the question for you to answer. Why would you want to go back romantically with somebody who broke your heart and made you suffer so much? You know, so my advice is go see a therapist, elaborate on your pain, elaborate on the attraction. And once you're free of all that, you can decide what to do. But right now, you're still in a weak position, and I would like you to do a little work on yourself if you can do it. Mm, thank you, Simon. Thank you. All right. Nina, thank you so much for calling, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You know, let's talk about what should we do with our exes, really, next. You know, my last caller... Talked about, where well, should I take my ex back? He hurts my feelings. I still like him. And I think most of us has been in that position. You know, one in a lifetime, more than once, we fell in love. We had a great time. And then the ex did something terrible. And we still love the ex. And we don't know what to do. Right? It has happened to me. And remember, this show is based on one simple line. Don't do like me. Do better than me. That's why I do this show. I do this show so you don't make the mistakes I made. You do better than me, and you don't suffer maybe as much as I suffered. This is the point of the rendezvous, really. So let me share a story coming up next about what is it that you should never do. And I've done it too many times with my ex. Coming up next. So remember, this show is based on don't do like me, do better than me. And years ago, I was in love with a lovely woman, but uh, she was not in love with me back. And she really hurts me more than once. And I was a sucker, so I should have seen it after the first time that we're not meant to be boyfriend-girlfriend, but most maybe friends. But what can I say? She was so charming. I could not resist. And I'm a sucker, so she always found excuses and then apologized. And, and then I went to therapy, and my shrink told me then, Simon... Give me one good reason to go back to somebody who hurt you so bad. Besides the ulala was great. I, didn't, I said that to my shrink. None. There was no reason. So please listen to me. Do not go back with the exes who broke your heart. Don't do like me. Do better than me. Go find somebody else. That's my advice. You call the next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Vanessa. Bonjour. Bonjour. What is your story? I know you have a wonderful love story to share. What is it about? So I've been with my current boyfriend for about two years now. Mm -hmm. And um, originally we, we both don't really believe in labels. So he never officially asked me to be his girlfriend. But uh, we just kind of started calling each other like our partners. But one day I came home and he had set up this beautiful like um, rose petal thing in the hallway. And it was leading into the kitchen with candles. And he had set up a mm -hmm. nice dinner and he officially asked me to be girlfriend and we're not the type of people to really do that so I it was the most romantic thing that's ever happened to me sure how, how did that make you feel it made me feel really loved I didn't know that it was something that I've always really wanted 
Yes, I understand. Listen, this is a very romantic story. So thank you for sharing and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Hey, if your partner told you they didn't want to be in a relationship anymore, would you try to convince them to stay or you're like, I'll let them go? We'll talk about that next. If your partner told you that they don't want to be in a relationship anymore, would you try to convince them to stay or let them go? 9% of you voted, I would try to convince them to stay. 91% of you voted, I would let them go. Thank you for voting at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.